Welcome to Candid Crypto episode 22. You're here with Liam and Michael. This week in crypto, we witnessed one of the largest events ever in the cryptocurrency space. That is the merge, or more specifically, the Ethereum merge. Yeah, and everyone's been talking about it, but the merge happened on September 15th, and I believe a quarter of a million people watched the live stream of the merge, and that was just a live stream. So I'm sure millions of people actually went back and watched the actual video released from the Ethereum Foundation. So the merge is the process of the Ethereum main network, the main blockchain, merging with a separate proof of stake blockchain. So the old Ethereum mainnet was on proof of work. The new one is on proof of stake. The proof of work one merged into what is called the beacon chain. And now it's one chain. So two chains collided, merged. <laughs> and now <laughs> and now we have one proof of stake chain, which is dubbed the Ethereum mainnet. So Ethereum is now proof of stake, but what does that really mean? We've covered it in a few past episodes, but we'll go through it one more time. So like Bitcoin, Ethereum used to approve new transactions on the blockchain with a consensus mechanism called proof of work, where miners, really big, beefy computers race to solve hard math problems using huge amounts of computing power, and they were rewarded for their efforts in crypto. That approach consumes an insane amount of energy, and it posed to have scaling challenges long-term for Ethereum. Networks were congested, which drove up gas fees and also slowed down processing rates, making everything too expensive for small transactions and hard to scale for large ones. So in a proof-of-stake blockchain, transactions are approved and validated in a different way. It no longer requires miners to validate each transaction. It actually requires validators which are made up of X amount of locked up staked cryptocurrency, in this case, Ether, to be locked up and staked on the blockchain for the chance to be chosen to approve transactions and earn a small reward for doing so. The more validator stakes, the greater the chance of winning a reward. But all staked Ether will earn interest, which turns staking into something like buying shares of a stock or a bond without the computing overhead. Not only did the merge affect the validating process and the consensus mechanism of Ethereum, but it also affected the issuance process. Pre-merge, mining rewards were around 13,000 ETH per day. And on top of that, staking rewards were around 1,600 ETH per day. After the merge, only the staking rewards remain, which is around 1,600 ETH per day, dropping total new Ethereum issuance by 90%. And since the implementation of Ethereum Improvement Proposal 1559, Ethereum is now burned with every transaction. So the burn at an average gas price of at least 16 guay, and if you don't know, guay is the smallest denomination of a cryptocurrency ether, it's actually one billionth of Ether. But besides that, at an average gas price of at least 16 guay, at least 1,600 Ethereum is burned every day, which effectively brings net Ethereum inflation to zero or less post-merge, making Ethereum now a deflationary currency. So the benefits of the merge, like why undertake this convoluted 
super technical project. Well, what this has effectively done for the network is increased the speed, increased the security, and significantly lowered the amount of energy you need to consume. How significant? To keep about 99%, 99.9%. It's, uh, it's a monumental difference. Proof of work is extremely wasteful in terms of energy consumption. Proof of stake is not. So the merge decreased the world's consumption of energy by about 0.2%. Um, it's certainly something. It was a lot of energy prior that was being used to secure the blockchain. And yeah, this is extremely important because most people hate on crypto because of the energy consumption that Bitcoin consumes and Ethereum consumes. And now that is no longer something that you can hate on. But I'm sure haters are going to still hate. Michael, why did we mention the beacon chain earlier? What what's the what was that? So the beacon chain was basically the test blockchain for proof of stake that was stood up in 2020 and that the core developers have been testing all their assumptions, making sure that everything was ready for the actual emerge that occurred on September 15th, 2022. So if you have any Ethereum currently, you might be thinking to yourself, oh darn, I have to download a new browser extension or I have to update my hardware wallet or I have to change something on my online exchange wallets. Nope, all your NFTs, any smart contracts you signed, and any tokens you have remain intact. The old blockchain was merged with the new one. So everything that has been done prior is reflected in this current proof of stake merge. And if anybody tells you anything else, you're probably being scammed. <laughs> you're probably being scammed if someone tells you to send coins to their, to their address, yes. ETH is just ETH. There's no such thing as like old ETH or new ETH or Ethereum 1 or Ethereum 2. The wallets work identical as they worked before. And like Michael said, people who tell you otherwise are trying to scam you. Yeah, and a lot of people are probably wondering, so after the merge, did it actually get cheaper to use the network? Did gas prices go down? Nope, unfortunately. Uh, that, that was kind of a myth that a lot of people were throwing out there, but there was a plan to introduce a new piece of technology called sharding before the merge. The Ethereum team decided to deprioritize it because of tokens like Polkadot and other layer two solutions. Sharding is still on the roadmap for Ethereum. It looks like sharding might come in 2023, but that is still up in the air when it actually will be implemented. But right now, there is no price difference. It is basically the same from before the merge. So the merge was prompted by a few different factors, but really the original creator of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin, he had this as an early vision for Ethereum. Ethereum adopted proof of work as more or less a necessary evil. It was the status quo at the time for cryptocurrency, and he had to play ball. It took years and years and years to make this change. And the candid crypto candid take is that this was because miners were getting shit rich. People who were mining Ethereum were making bank. People who make bank typically want to continue to make bank. And switching it over to something where they're not making a bunch of money with their beefy computers is not very appealing. 
there that was a subset of the community that fought the merge tooth and nail yeah and overall if you want wide mass adoption where people all around the world are using ethereum millions billions of people it has to be sustainable and proof of work is just not sustainable with all the energy consumption yeah so michael what's next that's a great question and it kind of depends on what you're actually interested in if you're a regular person like you and me and we're just enthusiastic about ethereum I'm just going to be watching the markets to see how people react and to see if this leads to mass adoption. And I'm just really interested to see how the community embraces the merge. It is interesting that 10 days post-merge, Ethereum has actually gone down in price. But once again, it's new technology and no blockchain has really transitioned their consensus mechanism. So we're in uncharted territory. After the merge, when it comes to Ethereum core developers, they're just going to continue to work on the open source network as they did before by working on improvements to the network fees, speed, and security, which are all roadmap items slated for the upcoming months and years ahead. As I mentioned before, post-merge developers will also be interested in looking into sharding, which aims to expand Ethereum's transaction throughput and decrease its fees by spreading network activity across several shards. And you can think of shards like lanes on a highway. So developers are going to try to build more lanes so that activity can be spread across the entire network, decreasing congestion and bringing down fees. And overall, Liam, it is a very exciting time in crypto. And I'm just happy to be part of the Ethereum community. And I'm excited to see what happens next, where it goes. We are really in uncharted territory. The vision for Ethereum is solid. It's to build a scalable and sustainable blockchain that anyone can use. I think that these are awesome steps in the right direction. And the Ethereum merge was a meme for years. For years, people said, oh, Proof of stake coming next year. Proof of stake coming next year over and over. But it finally happened. It's not a meme anymore. It's real. This is really cool. Um, and I am stoked that the naysayers have been proven wrong and that Ethereum is still trucking along. I think it's one of the most robust projects out there. And I think that this is uh, a really really cool undertaking on their part. Yeah, a lot of really smart dedicated developers spent years of their lives making this happen. So we, yeah. we really appreciate was, those developers. Yes, it was incessant blood, sweat, tears, and pull requests. Um, and, and I feel like we mentioned this, but it went off without a hitch. There really was no problems. It was the best case scenario. So all the hard work really paid off. Yeah, it most certainly did. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Candid Crypto. We're pumped for the merge. We're bullish on Ethereum. And Michael and I are feeling splendid about the direction crypto is headed. There's been a lot of bad news this year regarding hacks, regarding price drops. But the Ethereum merge is something to celebrate. Absolutely. It's a refreshing take from the barrage of bear market news for a technological triumph like this to happen if you're on spotify please follow if you're on apple music 
or Google Podcasts, please give us a follow as well. Our Twitter is candid underscore crypto with the last O being a zero. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, as usual, you can find us on candidcryptopodcast.com. We got some website overhaul in the works. We're going to shorten our domain name. It's going to be awesome. And of course, provide more candid crypto contents to all our listeners. You're going to love it. And we really appreciate everyone that listened today. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye.